humanity. And God experienced some of the same challenges we experience. God dealt with some of the same problems we have. And out of that, we know how much God loves us. So if you're facing an issue, search scripture. See how Jesus faced the issue. And you will find example after example of Jesus dealing with earthly problems. You will find Jesus as a guide, a comfort, and a companion, in addition to being our Savior. Now, you may have seen the national religious campaign, He Gets Us. This is a group of donors who got together to share the love of Christ to the world. They wanted people to know the humanity of Christ. And while some of the commercials do not resonate with me, I have to applaud their effort because they made an effort to show everyone, everyone that Christ understands them. Jesus lived a, a life of, of a human. He was fully divine and fully human. And in that, we can take great comfort. So I believe that campaign brought comfort, a, a realism to who God effort. is with us. Paul writes in his letter to the Philippians about the very nature of Jesus, stating, Who, being in the very nature of God, did not regard equality as something to be exploited. Rather, he humbled himself in the very nature of a servant, and found in human likeness and being found in appearance of a man, he humbled himself, becoming obedient to death even on a cross. Jesus humbled himself to be a servant, to be like us, to be among us and one of us, to understand the human condition. And isn't that the heart of what we read in John 3:16? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And later John would write in his letter, "In this is love, not that we loved him, but he loved us first." We find the love of God not in some intangible, faraway, uh, philosophical concept, but we find the love of God with us, among us, for us, in a real way that we can relate to, that we can understand. And the story of Christ resonates with us in a way that touches us in our immediate need. We have a Savior who came down in the trenches to be with us, to save us from our sins, to love us first, to love us before we knew him. Now, when you look at this window, the child Jesus, you might think about the wonder of childhood. Did he play with brothers and sisters? Did he enjoy food? How did he learn? How did he grow? How did he learn his father's trade? You might visualize him asking to questions. To love us before we knew him. Being curious. Enjoying now, the world around him. this window, There could the be a million Jesus. different ways you might in which think you about the wonder of this piece of art. Did he play with brothers? As I gaze upon the window, I see a Jesus who was fully divine and fully human. Among us, with us, for us. And I pray the humanity of Christ brings us all comfort as we think about who Jesus is in our lives. And I cannot think of a better way for us to live into this and dwell in this 
than the experience of Holy Communion. On Jesus' last night with his disciples, he knew, he knew that he was going to leave them. He knew that one would deny him, several would abandon him, and one would betray him. He knew that he was preparing them for discipleship and ministry without him. And he knew that he was going to the cross for imperfect humans like us. And in this is love. Love enough to come down into the trenches to die for people like us to be the savior of the world. Pray with me as we bless these elements for the sacrament of Holy Communion. The Lord be with you. Gracious God, Heavenly Father, we thank you for your love shown through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And we thank you that he became the atoning sacrifice for our sins. We remember, dear God, his last night with his disciples as he took the bread, gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples, and said, Take, eat, as often as you eat it, do this in remembrance of me. And when the supper was over, he took the cup, he gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples, and said, This is my blood shed for the sins of the world. When you drink it, remember me. And so, in these mighty acts of Jesus Christ, we give thanks to you. And we pray, dear God, that you pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here. And on these gifts of bread and wine, make them be for us the body and blood of Christ, that we may be the body of Christ redeemed by his blood for a hurting and broken world. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Here at First United Methodist Church, we practice open communion, which means all people who seek to be in loving relationship with the Lord are invited to come to Christ's table. You don't have to be a member of First United Methodist Church. People of all ages are welcome at Christ's table, and we come together as a family of, of faith. As you come, you are invited, if you feel led to, to leave an donation on the altar for our benevolent ministry fund to help those in our community in need. I would ask all those who are serving and um, leading in worship to come and be served first.
After you come and receive, you may spend time at the communion rail in prayer. If you would prefer contactless elements, there are some available at the doors in the back. You may come as the Holy Spirit leads.
One word about worship. On uh, Valentine's Day, February 14th, it will be Ash Wednesday. And here at First United Methodist Church, we will have imposition of ashes from 1130 to 1230. And there will also be Ash Wednesday worship here in the sanctuary at 6 o'clock. And you are invited back next week as we uh, look at the altar lily windows. And maybe the debate will finally be settled. Are those flower buds in the windows or Easter bunny ears? And now receive the benediction. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Go in peace. Amen.